0: Welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's spirit. Hello everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Polished Gems. Of course, here is where we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. And I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, along with this podcast, Polished Gems. I'm also a two-time author, a real estate agent in the state of Georgia, and a mom of two children, so, guys, I don't want to hold you long. I want, let's jump in to our topic. So, of course, we've been talking about self-control. We're going to be wrapping that out to the end, the end of the month. But wanted to let you guys know our blog of focus that we want to talk about today, or excuse me, tonight, is Protect Your Yes. How to Help Avoid Burnout let me give you a description of what this blog was about. So, I was sitting watching the movie musical In the Heights that recently came out and I was reminded of the promises that God has shared with me about my life. Promises such as um, just things about my future, things about my family, things about my business, and was smiling, right, as I thought about these things. I was excited about what God was getting ready to do. But without giving too much away of the actual movie, let me tell you the the film, In the Heights, overall theme is basically about people who live in a particular block in New York, who work hard daily, but have bigger dreams than their circumstances and even situations. Right now, Currently in my life, I can relate to many of the characters throughout the movie because I am holding on to the promises of God, the ones that were making me smile. Um, Actually, I've been holding on to those for quite a while. I've been trying to uh, implement faith without works, right, is dead, meaning I've been working faithfully and putting, uh, holding on to my faith while putting in the work. So... Now, you may ask, what does all this have to do with self-control? So let me explain a little bit further. My current situation, if I was to tell you guys tonight, my whole life situation currently, you would be amazed because it's not ideal for for a person who has big dreams from the outside looking in. It's not conducive for that. As a single mom with a full-time job, while building two businesses on the side. It often feels like I'm spreading myself way too thin regarding my time, regarding resources, and many other things, like even giving time to my children and um, enough time. It never feels like enough. Recently, I've been experiencing what many call burnout. And I began to sit and examine, well, why am I feeling this way? It's actually been, because my burnout has been due to saying yes to every person, to every opportunity that I believe lined up with where God wanted me to be positioned. So for example, give you a good example. In real estate, regarding the real estate license that God helped me to achieve, I found myself agreeing to take on every single client that came my way. But I never stopped to ask God if any or all of those clients were ones that I was supposed to help. God always um has been showing me in this current season more about the fact that yes, our promise that he gives us are tied to people. So like if God goes, "Hey, and for for example, I'll keep it real estate. You're supposed to work in commercial real estate. Well, there's people connected to that. There's clients connected to that. God has thought about all the different connections um we re- in involving that promise. right? So that had been my thing. I thought, because I don't have all the answers about the promise. I don't have all the details about the promise. I'm supposed to basically go here, go there, take this person, do this, do that. I hope you hear the cadence and the nuance in my voice. If it makes you dizzy listening to me, if it makes you sound, if it makes me sound like I'm running around like a chicken with no head, that's because that's exactly what I was doing. Let me tell you, it's not that I had a problem helping or serving in any profession, in any job that I worked, whether it's been volunteer work or whether I've been paid to do it. But if, if it's been in an area that God has called me to do it in, my self-control never lied in um. Doing the work where it, where my self control and the lack thereof was, in thinking that I was going to miss God if I did not say yes to everything and everyone that came my way. Especially when we are in situations that seem or feel desperate, we often think that we have no room to say no to anything or anyone. It is not until we feel the weight of frustration and anger, where it looks like we are just spinning our wheels and getting nowhere, that we finally decide to stop or even ask God to help us reevaluate if we took on way too much. Now my mindset used to be that I could rest when I'm dead. That used to be my motto. But I quickly realized that I need more of a balance to work towards the goals God has inspired me to pursue. And when I mean balance, I mean to actually include God in the decisions of what I'm supposed to take on. Rest also is included and just as important as knowing when and how to do the work you're called to do. So with that being said, what I want you to do tonight, the takeaway that I want you to have for tonight is revisit your responses of yes and your responses of no to the people and opportunities that have came your way. Along with tonight sharing with you tips of how we can help ourselves avoid stretching too thin and getting burnt out while working towards the promises that God has spoken for our lives, into our lives and over our lives. So without further ado, let's look at tip number one guys what i want you to do with tip number one is be mindful be mindful of your time and season here's what that looks like the bible says in ecclesiastes um, chapter three verse one in the amplified version that there is a season Uh, An appointed time for everything and a time for every delight, and event or purpose under heaven. Then the following verses of uh, two through eight, the following verses after that break down even further, more specific times and specific seasons that take place within our lives. This part of the Bible talks about a time to even be born that there is a time, appointed time to die. There's even an appointed time to keep silent, appointed time to speak. And just as I mentioned, we know this because we have evidence of this. I didn't choose when I came to earth. I'm sure as heck am not going to choose when it's time to leave it. I just pray that I do enough to make an impact while I'm here. So just as we journey through life, we must be willing to examine what season or even time we are currently living in. And just as the four seasons of fall, winter, spring, and summer, we must get to a point where we identify what season we are in within our lives. So. I have some questions that I got from the Holy Spirit as well to help you identify which time, which season you are currently experiencing based on Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse one through eight. So, guys, I'm going to take a quick little break here to say this. Take this moment to jot down in your phone, on your phone's notepad to uh, grab a pen or a paper it's even better if you grab a pen and paper because then you can write uh, even um, more fluid sometimes or if you're one who likes to take voice notes go ahead and take voice notes as well here's the questions be sure to jot down not only the question but the answer holy spirit gives you question one is this god am i in a season of tearing down something or building something up? God, am I in a season of tearing down something or building something up? So, just to give you a little bit of background about this question, there are times that will stay in a place too long, right? If you're serving or if you're working on a business or creating a product for your business, I'll even go a, a, a little deeper. If you're creating a product for your business. But God said that product worked in one season, but it's not working in this current season because I've changed your season. But you keep selling that product instead of creating something new. This is why you're asking the question of one of the reasons why you're asking the question of, are you in a season of tearing down something or building something up? Question number two, God Is this the appointed time for me to plant something or uproot what was planted? So you can think about it this way. Let's say you worked in one industry. And God is asking you to pivot and add another industry to what you already do. So I give you a prime example. I I currently work with a publishing company. But while working with the publishing company, God was like, I also need you to get your real estate license. And I remember thinking, OK, I don't know where I'm going to have the time, the resource or the money to do that, but I'm working over here. It was in that moment that I realized um, I had to plant the real estate license, meaning I had to put down the work to do it. Like I had to actually sign up for the school. I had to go take the exam. So I had to plant some seeds. It, it was an interesting time to plant when I was busy doing other things. I, I, I didn't think it makes sense at all, to be quite honest. I thought God was um, uh, was kind of throwing me for a whole uh, swim in the deep end of the water. <laughs> but it may, it's making more sense as I continue to follow his instructions. So question three is this. God, am I in a time where I should continue to mourn that situation, or is it a time for me to dance? I'm going to give you an example of that. And actually, let me read that one more time. God, am I in a time where I should continue to mourn that situation, or is it a time for me to dance? For anybody who's ever been through a divorce, for anybody who's ever lost a parent, I've actually lost my father. I think it's been, um, yeah, my daughter was born after he passed. It's been 11 years. What I can tell you is this. Um, I had to ask, when was it time to stop mourning that situation? Um, I've even, uh, if for anybody who's ever been through a separation or divorce, same thing. When is it time to be done mourning the situation so you can move on with your life? That's why we ask question three. There are other scenarios and situations that fit into why that question is helpful. Um, But these questions were actually based upon, like I said, the scripture I found in Ecclesiastes chapter three, um, verse one through eight. And this, this was upon unction from the Holy spirit to go look at this. There are more sections throughout that verse. And what I encourage you to do is go back for every for every time and season that's listed, create questions like what I just gave you. Take a moment to take my three examples, but create questions that is more specific for what is currently going on in your life. Now keep in mind, um, so for example, Keep in mind this, if you're going through a divorce, then question three can be a good one to use to find out from God if you're in a place where you can stop warning, like I mentioned, and take steps needed to move forward with your life. Also, be mindful that those steps God could could suggest (laughs) could be therapy or even deliverance to help you get through the many different emotions that come with experiencing such a life-traumatic event as that. No matter what your situation or what your circumstance is, please remember to know what time and season you're in. So let me give you tip number two, release your worry. Now, I know this may seem so cliche in that you have heard this time and time before, but it can't be more accurate or needed when it comes to having self-control over saying yes or even no to the things that are not of God. Like I mentioned earlier, I was so worried about missing God that I said yes to everyone, to everything that came my way. I never once stopped to check with God to even see if those people or even those situations that he was called, that I thought he was calling me to even be a part of. I just assumed that when he told me about being an author, I just had to figure out the rest of my opportunities on my own, even when he did it for real estate. What I'm realizing is this is not the case. God wants to be included in all of our decisions. And let me share with you how I know this. If you examine Matthew chapter 6, 33 through 34 in the Amplified Version, it says this. But first and more importantly, seek Aim at or strive after God's kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right in attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This demonstrates that God desires us to let go of our worries, even when it comes to thinking about we may miss him or make a mistake along our journey and path. All we have to do is continue to seek him first in all that we do. That's what he desires and asks for. What is so unique about him is that even when we do get off course or even make an error or mistake, he will lovingly help us get back on track. Now, my third tip for you is this. Stay encouraged. I'm going to say that again. Stay encouraged. Believe me, I know this sounds easier said than done, but it is so needed. When we are working towards the promises of God that seem more significant than where we currently are, that seem larger than our current situation, that almost seem impossible with the resources that we have, we have to stay encouraged. There are different ways that we can do that, but I first wanted to share this verse with all of those who like myself believe that they have to hustle so hard and can sleep when they're dead. In the book of Psalms, chapter 127, verse two of the Amplified Version, it says this, it is vain for you to rise early, to retire late, to eat the bread of anxious labors. For he, meaning God, gives blessings to his beloved, even in their sleep. Did you catch that? Let me say that one more time. In Psalms 127, verse 2 of the Amplified Version, it says, it is vain for you to rise early, to retire late, to eat the bread of anxious labors, for he gives blessings to his beloved, even in their sleep. This verse is not excusing the work or the faith that you have to exercise or practice, but it's saying that even when you sleep, God is so loving and so kind. If you're serving him and you're walking His out his instruction where you don't fully understand the details, that he still can bless you while you're resting and closing your eyes to prepare for another day. So I'm going to leave you with this final thought. I need you to put that verse in practice when it comes to overthinking. When it comes to overthinking, did I miss God? When it comes to overthinking your products and services that you only get two hours of sleep, or where you're beginning to find yourself working 24-7, that is not what is needed. You don't need to cause yourself unnecessary stress. Instead, you need to stay encouraged by reminding yourself about God's word, not only his words in his Bible, but also what he has spoken over your life as well. If you need to replay those words, replay them, recite them, say them out loud to help you stay encouraged. The way that we can have self-control in our yes and in our no is by following these three tips and reminding ourselves that moving toward the process and the promises of God is through a combination of faith and work and including God by asking him and seeking first his kingdom, asking him, is this where I'm supposed to go? Should I um, partner with this person? We need to get more sensitive to what time and season we are in currently. Then release our worry as we work on the things of God, which he has instructed us. And then lastly, stay encouraged along the way and journey. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in and joining me for yet another episode of Polish Gems. I really pray that this Podcast has blessed you tonight because it sure blessed me and my overthinking self and my hustle mentality. Guys, I do not want to get in a place of burnout that when the promises do actually come from God that I'm too tired to even enjoy them. That's the only thing that keeps coming to my mind. I want to be in a space where I'm here to be able to enjoy them, enjoy them with my children, enjoy what God wants to do for me. And I can't do that if I'm in burnout. We can't do that guys. So I pray this has been a blessing. Guys, let me know, connect with us. If you haven't connected with us already, connect with us. Let us know if this has blessed you. We look forward to your comments. We look forward to your testimonies as well. Share with us and join our Fruitful Gems family. You can do so by uh, one of three ways. (laughs) One, our website, go to www.fruitfulgems, and that's gems, spelled J-E-M-S, dot com, and subscribe to get on our mailing list, or you can connect with us via Facebook and Instagram at Fruitful Gems. Guys, we look forward to hearing more from you and connecting with you, and as always, have a wonderful evening, and until next time. Thank you for tuning into to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com And become a part of our family to receive your free guide Discovering Your Worth Through the Fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.